Hey guys, this is the Carnage Comic Talk Show, episode number 31. Before I wanted to start this episode, I wanted to bring up a topic and some news that just happened today. So Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott plans to sign a $31.4 million franchise tag tender tomorrow on Monday. And yeah, just wanted to share that with you guys. And let's get into our two topics of the Daily NFL News, episode number 31. So yeah, topic number one, I'll be talking about my AFC North quarterback projections and rankings for each quarterback in the division. And topic number two, I'll be talking about my projected my projections on my three top college football wide receivers in this upcoming college football season and uh, how they are as prospects. So let's get into topic number one, my AFC North quarterback projections and rankings. So yeah. The AFC North is one of the toughest divisions in the NFL, with the Ravens, Browns, Steelers, and Bengals. And after an outstanding season for John Harbaugh and the Baltimore Ravens as they finished 14-2 and won the division, with MVP quarterback Lamar Jackson at the helm, and Jackson passed for a career-high 3,127 yards and 36 touchdowns, and and led the league in passing touchdowns. And he only had six interceptions on top of that, and he had a pass rating of 113.3, which is really good, and is also a career-high. Not only did Jackson tear up defenses in the air and in the passing game, but he broke Michael Vick's single-season rushing yards record with rushing for 1,206 yards, and he broke it during a Thursday night game week 15 against the Jets. And at the time, he broke Vick's record with 1,103 rushing yards, and, and he still had 103 more yards, uh, more rushing yards in the two games remaining, week 16 and 17. Jackson didn't have the best receiving core, but it was good enough because they had Lamar Jackson throwing to them. They had former rookie Marquise Brown out of Oklahoma, who in his rookie year, he had 46 receptions for 584 yards and 7 touchdowns. Brown had a good rookie year, and in his debut against the Dolphins in Week 1, he had 4 receptions for 147 receiving yards and 2 touchdowns. One was 47 yards on the reception and touchdown, and one was 83 yards. Showcasing his speed, his burning speed, and his playmaking ability. Burning their corners, and he has crashed, showcasing his crafty and really good route running. And good hands. They also have and had Willie Sneed. Well, they had him in 2019, and they have, still have him now. Willie Sneed is solid and one of, and is one of Jackson's targets. Aside from Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews and Hayden, and Hayden Hurst. But Hayden Hurst is now fal- on the Falcons. But I'm talking about in 2019, Snead was one of Jackson's targets, aside from Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, and Hayden Hurst. But now Hayden Hurst is obviously on the Falcons. And Snead had 31 receptions for 339 receiving yards and 5 touchdowns. And he's solid and a decent target for Lamar Jackson. Seth Roberts was okay and wasn't really featured in him. And wasn't really a big part of that offense. But Roberts had 21 receptions for 271 yards and two touchdowns. But now uh, Seth Roberts is not on the team anymore. Miles Boykin, just like Seth Roberts, wasn't featured that much and wasn't a big part of that offense. But Miles um, Boykin had 13 receptions for 198 yards and three touchdowns. Tight end Mark Andrews led the team in receiving yards with 64 receptions for 852 yards and 10 touchdowns. And was one of the go-to targets for Lamar Jackson. And Lamar really feeded him. I mean, and Andrews really fed off of Lamar Jackson. 
because Lamar Jackson got on the ball a lot. And their other tight end last year, who's on the Falcons now, in Hayden Hurst, he had 30 receptions for 349 yards and two touchdowns and was third in receiving yards on the team, only behind Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews. Their running game was good with Mark Ingram, who had 200, on 202 total attempts, he had 1,018 yards and 10 touchdowns. He was a big part of that offense. In the running game, aside from Lamar Jackson, who led the Ravens in rushing yards as a quarterback with 1,206 yards. And Gus Edwards was good for them in the running game with having on 133 total attempts, he had 7, 114 rushing yards and 2 touchdowns. And now their running game is even better with J.K. Dobbins, out of, who they drafted out of Ohio State, who's really good and was split carries with Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards. Their offensive line is also good with Marshall Yonda, Ronnie Stanley, Bradley Bozeman, Orlando Brown, and Orlando Brown Jr., giving Jackson plenty of time in the pocket and a lot of protection. So yeah, overall, their offense is really good with MVP Lamar Jackson and standout former rookie receiver Marquise Brown and other good targets like Willie Sneed Mark Andrews at, and Mark Andrews at tight end. And they have a good running game with Lamar Jackson himself leading the team in rushing yards and Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards. But it's about to be even better with J.K. Dobbins. And they had a really good offensive line. All right, my projections... And rankings for AFC North quarterbacks with Lamar Jackson is I think Lamar Jackson is obviously the best is is the best quarterback in the NFC North and will be the best quarterback in this season. But right now he's the best quarterback in the AFC North and will be in this upcoming season. And their supporting cast is good with their receiving core being Marquise Brown, Willie Sneed, Miles Boykin, Tadam, Mark Andrews. And tell that Mark Andrews, but it's not good enough, I think, in my opinion, for them to have playoff success. They have playmakers, but they need another playmaker aside from Marquise Brown and, and Mark Andrews at Tardan. And the running game is really good with Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, and Gus Hubbards. And their offensive line is good, and we'll give Jackson time in the pocket, and we'll give him protection. So yeah, that's Lamar Jackson. I think he's the best quarterback in the AFC North and will be the best quarterback in the AFC North in this upcoming season. On to Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. After a mediocre season with Mike Tomlin and the Steelers as they finished 8-8 and 2nd in the division, and it was disappointing because Ben Roethlisberger got injured and Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges played okay. But the point is that obviously they'd rather have Roethlisberger, not only because he's a better quarterback, but he has more experience in winning games. And just that overall, he's more experienced overall, not just winning games. He just has more experience um, overall. But, Ru- but Kyle Rudolph, I mean, not Kyle Rudolph, but Mason Rudolph had 1,765 passing yards and 13 touchdowns and a pass rating of 82.0. But now with Roth- Roethlisberger coming back, it's going to be much better, not just because he's a better quarterback than Rudolph and Hodges. And like I pointed out, it's just because Roger, I mean, Roethlisberger has a winning experience and is a great quarterback and is a future Hall of Famer. And Roethlisberger won two Super Bowls, and he's a six-time Pro Bowler, and he's a two-time passing leader in the NFL. And Roethlisberger has more experience, and he has a good arm, and he's accurate, and he finds 
open receiver is really good. And the only thing he's not is mobile. Their receiving core was good last year with Juju Smith-Schuster, who's good, and he had on 42 total receptions, 552 yards, and three touchdowns. And a disappointing year for him after having 111 receptions for 1,428 yards and seven touchdowns. Resulting in being selected to the Pro Bowl. But he's fast, he can play, in, but Juju Smith-Schuster is fast, he can play in the slot and is very productive in the slot and can run the short and intermediate routes really good with his really good route running. And he has really good speed and good hands and he can play outside. But I think he's a better number two receiver than a number one receiver. They also have Deontay Johnson, who's solid and had a good rookie year with 59 receptions for 680 yards and five touchdowns. And he's a good target to have along with Juju Smith-Schuster because Deontay Johnson's fast and he's a deep threat and can run the short and intermediate routes and play in the slot. They also have James Washington, who's solid, and I think he's underrated. He had 44 receptions for 735 yards and three touchdowns last year in 2019. And, he, and Washington had a breakout year, even though he's not the number one receiver. He's still fast, he has good hands, and he can play in the slot and the outside. And he's a good target to have, along with Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson and Ryan Switzer and Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald. They also have Ryan Switzer, who's solid and is a solid slot receiver. He's small, but he makes up, for it, makes up for it for being quick, and he has good hands, and is productive in the slot, and is a solid target. Eric Ebron, the tight end they got from the Colts, is really good and one of the best tight ends in the league. And Ebron will be one of Roethlisberger's go-to targets. Ebron's big at 6'4", 245 pounds, and he moves fast for his size, and he has decent speed. And he has good hands and is a red zone threat. And will, he will be very good in the red zone. And their other tight end, Vance McDonald, is solid. And is also big at 6'4", 267 pounds. And he might not be that fast, but he's a good target to go to. And he has good hands and he's big, so it's hard to tackle him. And they have a good running game with James Conner, Benny Snell, who's former rookie last year. And Jalen Sam- Samuels. But the only thing is they're injury prone. Especially James Conner. And they have a good... And they had a good offensive line last year. And they still have a good offensive line now. With Marquise Pouncey, Alexandro Villanueva, David DeCastro, and Matt Filer. All of them will give Roethlisberger time in the pocket. Uh, time in the pocket. And will give him protection. So yeah, my projections and rankings for Ben Roethlisberger and how we how I uh, see him in the AFC North rankings of the quarterbacks is I think he's the second best quarterback in the AFC North right now, and he has a good receiving core with Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, and newly drafted Chase Claypool out of Notre Dame, and tight ends Eric Ebron and Vance McDonald. And they have a good running game with James Conner, Benny Snell, and Jalen Samuels. And they have a good offensive line with Marquise Pouncey, David DeCastro, Alexander Villanueva, and Matt Filer. But I think Roethlisberger is the second-best quarterback in the division right now, but I think he will be the third in this upcoming season, as Mayfield, I think, will be number two. On to the Browns and Mayfield. After a disappointing season for Baker Mayfield on the Browns, they finished at just 6-10. and 10 which is very disappointing for what they have on, on uh, offense. And third in the division, with Baker Mayfield at the helm. Mayfield had 3,827 passing yards and 22 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 
and 21 interceptions, and a passer rating of 78.8. He did, even though he did have his career high in passing yards. They did, and they still do, have a really good receiving core with Odo Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, Emerson Higgins, and tight end Austin Hooper, who they got from the Falcons. And they have David Njoku. Beckham is really good and is a number one receiver. He's a star receiver, and he had statistically a good year in 2019, but not the year he wanted. Not the year, and not the year he's used to having. He had 74 receptions for 1,035 yards and four touchdowns which is his second career low in receiving yards, only to his 2017 campaign when he had just 302 yards, but he was injured that year. Jarvis Landry is really good and is the number two receiver, and he's a really good slot receiver. He's fast, and he has really good hands, and he's a deep threat. And because of his speed and playmaking ability, they have Richard, and because of his speed and playmaking ability, he's a deep threat, and he's a really good receiver. And they have Richard Higgins, who's solid, and is a solid third receiver to Odo Beckham and Jarvis Landry. Austin Hooper, the tight end they got from the Falcons, is really good and one of the best tight ends in the league, and he's big at 6'4", 254 pounds. And even though he's not that fast, he's a big target that has good hands and is a big red zone threat and is a great option to have for Mayfield. They also have tight end David Njoku, who is also good and is big at 6'4", 247 pounds. And at breakout 2018 year, then he got injured, though, through 20, to 2019. But he's not the fastest guy, but he's still another big target, just like um, Austin Hooper. And he has good hands and is another red zone threat. They also have a good running game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Chubb is really good, and on 298 total attempts, Chubb had 1,494 rushing yards and 8 touchdowns, and was second in the NFL in rushing yards, only to Derrick Henry. Kareem Hunt is also solid, but was dealing with some domestic violence issues, and that was a result. He just had 43 total attempts for just 179 rushing yards and two touchdowns. And they had an okay offensive line in 2019, but they revamped it, and they have a good one now with Jack, Jackson, uh, with Jack Conklin and Jedrick Wills. They're the newly, the newly drafted. The newly drafted. And I think... They will improve and give Mayfield time in the pocket, and I think they will give him protection. So my my projections and rankings for where Baker Mayfield stands in the AFC North, I think he is the third best quarterback in the AFC North division right now. But he will. But I think he will be the second best quarterback in the AFC North, only behind Lamar Jackson in this upcoming season. But right now, I have him third under Lamar Jackson at one and Ben Roethlisberger at two. He has a really Mayfield has a really good receiving core with Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry, Emerson Higgins, and tight ends Austin Hooper and David Njoku. And they have a good running game with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And they have an improved offensive line with Jack Conklin and newly drafted Jedrick Wills. And I think they will give Mayfield time in the pocket and protection. On to the Bengals. Zach Taylor and the Bengals. After a horrible 2-14 season for the Bengals, I mean, after a horrible 2-14 season for Zach Taylor and the Bengals, they decided to make some changes. They got rid of veteran Andy Dalton. Not, well, not really veteran, but he's been there for some time. Andy Dalton uh, to the Cowboys. And they did that because they needed a franchise quarterback, and they got that their franchise quarterback. 
with the number one pick in Joe Burrow out of LSU, who's really good, and he's an all-around good quarterback. He's 6'3", 220 pounds, and he has a big arm, and is very accurate, and he's very mo- and he's mobile. Burrow now has good receivers in A.J. Green coming back off that injury, Tyler Boyd, who had a breakout season last year, and newly drafted receiver T. Higgins out of Clemson, who looks good, really good and is going to be a good prospect and player, and Alex Erickson, who's a good, who's a solid slot receiver. And he has a good running game with Joe Mixon, who's good, but he's going to hold out if he doesn't get a contract. And they have an okay offensive line, but now it's better with Jonah Williams, Fred Johnson, Bobby Hart, Michael Jordan, Yes, Michael Jordan. It's spelled the same. His name is spelled the same as um, Michael Jordan, the basketball player. But Michael Jordan and Xavier Sua Philo. All of them will give Burrow time in the pocket and will give him protection. So my overall projections and rankings for Joe Burrow and Murray stands as a quarterback in the AFC North is I think he's the worst quarterback. Not the worst, but I think he he's gonna rank. At the fourth best quarterback, which is the worst in the division. Right now, he ranks the fourth best, which is the worst in the division. But I think, and I think he's going to stay there because there's some, that's a really tough division with the best quarterback being Lamar Jackson. Second is uh, Ben Roethlisberger. But during the season this year, it's going to be Baker Mayfield. But I have Ben Roethlisberger second as of right now. But during the season, will be Baker Mayfield at second, only under Lamar Jackson at one, Ben Roethlisberger at three, and Joe Burrow at four. But even though that shouldn't de- de- uh, derail his confidence, because even though I, he's fourth, the fourth best quarterback in the division, which is the worst, because they have pos- they have two. Probably two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks in the division. Definitely Ben Roethlisberger, and the way it's looking right now, former MVP Lamar Jackson is on a uh, pace for that. That shouldn't derail his confidence, though. I still think he's a good quarterback and a really good quarterback, and I still think that um, he's gonna. Um, I still think he's gonna have a solid year, despite being the worst quarterback in the division. And I think he's a fourth-best quarterback in the division, like I said. But I think he's still going to have a solid uh, year. But I don't think the team is in. I think Joe Burrow's going to have a solid year, but I don't think the team is in. Yeah, and I've that's my AFC North quarterback predictions. I mean, projections. Lamar Jackson at one right now and in the upcoming season. Number two, I have Ben Roethlisberger right now. But I have Ben Roethlisberger at three in this upcoming season. And Baker Mayfield right now I have at three, but during this upcoming season I have Baker Mayfield at two. And Joe Burrow right now, I haven't, we haven't seen him play, but just for the upcoming season he's going to be four. So yeah, topic number two, my top three best college, my projected top three best college football wide receivers and where they stand in the draft. Not where they stand in the draft, my just top three best college football wide receivers. And number one, I have Jamar Chase from LSU. Last year... Chase was shadowed by Vikings receiver Justin Jefferson, and Chase had 84 receptions for 1,780 yards and 20 touchdowns, and led FBS in receiving yards on 84 catches. And he's really good. He's six foot, six one, and 200 pounds. And he's fast and has really good hands. 
and he can play in the slot because he's fast. His crafty route running is really good route running. He's good explode off his, off his routes. He's really good hands, and he's quick. And he can play outside and be a really good deep threat. So, yeah, Jamar Chase is going to be really fun to watch this year for LSU, and I think he's going to be the best quarterback in college football. So I rank Jamar Chase at number one, and number two, I have Devontae Smith from Alabama. Last year, Devontae Smith was part of a really good Alabama receiving core with newly Bronco Jerry Judy, um, Jalen Waddle, and Jalen Waddle. And Smith had 68 receptions for 1,256 yards and 14 touchdowns. And that's really impressive since Jerry Judy was there and Jalen Waddle was there. But Smith is good, and he's fast, and he's good hands, and he can play in the slot because he's quick and he's really fast, and he can play outside with his speed and good hands. And he can be a deep threat. And he's going to have an even better year this year, this year than last year. Not that Judy, not, now that Judy is in there. And Devontae Smith is going to be so much fun to watch this year for Alabama. So I have Devontae Smith at two. Alabama. And final one at number three, I have Rashad Bateman, receiver from Minnesota. Last year, Bateman had an impressive year. And on six, he had 60 receptions for 1,219 yards and 11 touchdowns resulting in winning Big Ten Wide Receiver of the Year. And he's very good at 6'2 and 209 pounds. And he's fast, and he has good hands, and is proven to be very effective in the slot. And he can play outside, and he, and he play outside and produce outside. So yeah, he's really good, and I think he should get more opportunities this year. So yeah, it's going to be very fun to watch Rashad Bateman Play for Minnesota this year, and I think Rashad Bateman's number three. So, yeah. That will wrap up this episode of the Daily NFL News, episode number 30, I mean 31. And, yeah.